slack guy. Hello and welcome to just a wee extra midweek Sly Guy podcast. I know that you'll you'll be getting your weekly dose on a Monday, as per usual. But this is just the way, you know what, guys? Here's a wee something for you, a wee gift for me to you. We're all in lockdown, shit's going down. Like, here's just a wee something extra. You can take it as that. You can take it like, look, Dave's a great guy. He sat in a room by himself and, and just done another podcast for us. You can take it as that if you want, or you can take it that the guy's bored. He's at one day in the house with his wife and his child, and he's already wanting to do extra podcasts to get out of the way. I mean, it is what it is. You can take it as a gift to yourselves, or... The big guy just wants some peace from his family. And I mean, that's fine too. You know, I think this is what it is. It's supposed to be social distancing. Now, people will probably be saying, like my friends especially, would be like, you know, you've been kind of doing that for a while now. And I'm like, hey, I'm 33. I'm married. I have a child. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> you know, just stick a fork in me. I'm done. So this isolating yourself is kind of decent to me you know i'm kind of i'm I'm rolling with it this is one of these things i, I think at the minute there's a lot of um there's a lot of trepidation about you know a lot of people are concerned as to what's happening unsure as to what's gonna be and i am too you know i as you all know i did single award science i only recently discovered that the nipples were obsolete in a man you know so i mean i i'm not really too hip-hop happening on the development of viri which is what i now describe as the plural of viruses because hey we can do that we can we can do whatever we want because this is my podcast and that's the gist but hey ready for some science alert coronavirus kicking out there causing a scene it's also known as covid19 whoa i'm important i didn't even mean to do that but what does covid19 stand for prepared of your mind blown corona virus Disease, see, D nineteen, the year it started, whatever. Mm-mm-mm. You guys are listening to this, being like, "Oh my God, Einstein, <laughs> the second And I'll be like, "Listen, I thought it'd be better, you know. I thought it'd be better if I chose to do less mentally stimulating subjects at school. I chose." to focus on my physicality by doing PE and also politics instead of doing science because let's be honest I'm ham-fisted I'm not going to be very good with science tools you know like little pieces of wood with like little metal hoops in the end of it I don't know what they're for all I know is those wee tools that you get often involve prodding dead frogs. And I mean, I'm not about that life. I'm not a serial killer in the making. I just would rather run about. I say run about. I'd rather just kick footballs and run into people rather than just running about. Like cross country was never my thing. You know what I mean? I'm built for speed, the drug, rather than 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 endurance. You know what I mean? I'm kind of like, I'm like an explosion, you know, in many respects. I'm not like, you know, I mean, it's, it's going to the sex euphemism here. You know, I'm not like, I'm going all night just trudging away, lasting forever. You know, I'm just, I'm getting it in. I'm like a firework, get it in, and I'm done. That's what I was like, a PE, big impact, big result. Not many people will see it, doesn't last very long, and afterwards there's a mess to clean up. That's kind of what what I was like as a sports athlete and also as a lover. 
So here we are anyway with an extra podcast. Hope, um, first and foremost, actually, I hope everyone's fucking being sensible. I hope none of you guys went out in St. Patrick's Day because you're selfish. I hope none of you went out and drank. I hope you stayed in your gaff and drank excessively. I hope you went into your wee dining room, got your wee drinks globe, opened it up, got a bottle of Baileys out and went, you know what, here's to you, Patrick. Thanks for getting rid of those fucking snakes. You know, he didn't do a great job because there still are a lot of them about there. A lot of them that would message me and be like, hey man, why are you selling fake hand sanitizer? Now I'm kind of like, I wish I did sell fake hand sanitizer because I'd be making a bomb and people would be rubbing my spunky piss on them. You know, and that would be also... Yeah, kind of a weird way, kind of nice, make you feel some kind of way. Be like, people rub my piss, slash, could be sperm, could be sweat, could be blood, it's just bodily fluids, could be snot on them. And I'm just sitting here in the dining room with a load of clothes on, not myself, on the radiator, on the drying horse. Just basically a guy in a house that's functioning. You know, this isn't a bespoke podcast studio like we have to record Boytown. This is kind of like a an on-the-go ad hoc bunker that I've assembled here and it's nice it's feeling really good again I've got my headphones on I can hear everything that's happening I can hear the like my lungs going as you can tell <sighs> probably can't tell that I can just hear that myself I'm a little bit chesty do I have coronavirus again didn't do single word science couldn't tell you I'd say I probably just have a two-year-old I mean which is probably you know, more devastating to me personally than coronaviruses because she's going through a phase. A lot of people are like, oh, it's the terrible twos. And I'd say, is it the terrible twos or is it just more being a bastard? You know, I think it's it's swaying towards the latter. Now, let's be first. Let's be foremost. Let's be straight. I love my daughter, Holly, more than anything in the world, apart from maybe... Like, I don't know, a good FIFA game. But other than that, more than anything in the world, and FIFA 20 is atrocious. You know, if it was like if it was in FIFA 19 again, probably trade her in. But if it was other than that, the most. But at the same time, she's being difficult. Speaking of difficult, it sounds like my wife is just using tools to just bang off doors, walls. Ceiling. She's been in the house longer than me, so she's maybe just gone fully do lally. I know nowadays people are very cautious as to what you can say about people and how you can do, like discuss mental health. It's a serious topic, but I mean, I think do lally is a medical term for people. I don't think she's just going do lally. I don't know what she's doing in there. I don't know if she realizes she's ruining the bonus episode of the Slag Eye podcast. Um, let me just go and check. I went out to see what was going on there. She was just about to put the dishwasher on. Now, she knows the rules. You don't put bang-a-dingin' dishwashers on when Daddy's doing the podcast. So, with um, equal rights and fairness and equality being paramount in my beliefs in 2020, I said, don't put the dishwasher on, please. She said but stuff needs washed. And I said, hey, I'll put it on after the podcast. She went, what? I'll just do it now. And then I went, okay. And I just roundhouse kicked her, and now she's sleeping. So that's fair, you know. We had a discussion, both like adults, and I finished it with a KOP, a kick-out punt. And people are like, is that not a knockout punch? Hey, it is what it is. But I hit her with a kick-out punt. Goodbye. No night, sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite or don't bite bed bugs. Oh, that's right. You can't because I just kicked your teeth out of your face. 
And hey, if any think that's legit and phone the police on me, kick them too. <laughs> so that's what it is, yeah. So everybody, hope you are all all feeling nice. Hope you aren't you aren't uh, fed up with your your partners yet. You know, hope you are all like still. Oh man, this is fun being locked out in together. You know, this is fun being locked in the house. Oh, this is banter. And then in like three months' time, you'd be like, oh no, get me out of here. What done to me today is I'm not going to be able to see my barber for a while. And um, I'm at the stage in life where. You know, my hair's falling out. Uh, I think that's a lot to do with getting married and having a child, to be fair. I think that's up my stress levels. My hair's gone from being a thick, brack mane. Now, did I say brack there? Yeah, because it's brown black. It's not quite brown, it's not quite black, it's brack. Whereas now I just kind of have a grey, balding head. And I mean, is it sexy to some people? I think so, but I mean, I've definitely noticed that the people are looking at me like... Like, why do I not have to pay 50p to see him at a circus, you know? And I feel that, but at the end of this isolation period, I feel like I will have a bald head. Like, not not big bald, but like, you know, down to a, maybe a one bald. And that's life. I'm ready to embrace it. I feel like it's the only option if I can't get access to my hairdresser, who... By the way, I'll have to get in touch with to make sure he's alright. He's still able to somehow provide for his family because this is potentially going to be a very tough time for a lot of people. But you know what? The bright side is, you know, hopefully through chatting to each other and through listening to podcasts and spreading words and, and putting things out there, we can entertain each other. We can hopefully look the positives and maybe, you know, find <clears throat> ways to get through it you know and I mean I can only imagine how shit it is for self-employed people I'm lucky enough for the first time ever that I'm actually saying I'm lucky enough to have a full-time job as you guys know I want to get rid of that but at the minute I'm, I'm grateful of it you know because all the gigs all the work I've had on has just been cancelled and that's the you know as, as 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 difficult as it is to go all the jobs are cancelled you know at the same time it's sensible you know a lot of people are probably being like, we need, to, yeah, but see, we need to get make sure everyone's gets beats this disease first, and hopefully we come back like a bloody phoenix rising from the ashes. So I'm very like being there. I realised, feel like phoenix rising from the ashes. Batman, I was born in the dark. That's decent. That's a decent being. Again, the only other impression that I can do at the minute. The people will probably not know. I'll probably do this if I thought people knew, but I don't think many people watch Celebs Go Dating. If you watch Celebs Go Dating, hey, here's an impression for you. It's an impersonation of Tom from that. He is one of the most loveliest, poshest little men you have ever met in your life. Very good impression, that. I don't know if you listen, but if you just do, very good. Um, I, I did a, an impression of Tyson Fury, the Gypsy King, a few weeks ago and got nothing from it. Not one of his went, that was a good impression of Tyson Fury, the, the Gypsy King. So I'm not going to do it again, you know? And that it's fine. That's fine with me. It's not care. We just move on. But um, day, day, day one into being in the house, St. Patrick's Day was shite, <laughs> you know? Normally... 
um, on St. Patrick. Oh no, why am I speaking? What is normally on St. Patrick's Day? I would go out for some pints. You know, I wouldn't be one of these all day drinking guys uh, anymore. I would have been known as a student, but I wouldn't have been one of these guys that are all day drinking and just out singing sectarian songs. Because hey, I think that if you sing sectarian songs, legit, you're a dickhead. You know, I think if you're like, oh, I love St. Patrick, so I can talk about the rat. You know what you need to do? <laughs> Bend your wee dick around and put it in your own ass. You know, because you're a fucker. You know, that's kind of the gist of what I'm going to go over here. <coughs> oh, no, I've got the corona. Um, but yeah, all that shit, not buy into it. But I like that festivities and fun and always like a nice pint of Guinness. So this year I just thought, you know what? I've got Guinness, I'll stick some in the fridge and I'll have a wee pint of it. And it was a sad St. Patrick's. Also sad from the fact that I should have been doing three gigs in good comedy clubs in London. You know, I had to cancel that because of the old COVID, you know. And yeah, it's sad, but again, lucky that I have the full-time job to fall back on for God knows how long. You know, um, that was grand. You know, I went to the cinema, which I probably shouldn't have done. Over the weekend, you know, because I, I again, I sort of at the beginning of this whole ban before it became like official, I was kind of like, you know, people are like, what would you do if it was your last day? And I was like, well, I feel like a lot of stuff's going to be ending soon, so maybe I'll just go out and get at stuff. So I thought I'd go to cinema because I really wanted to see The Invisible Man. And I mean, what's <laughs> that's a bit of an oxymoron there, David, because what you did. <laughs> Dave, what you did there was you actually said that you wanted to go to the cinema to see The Invisible Man. Now, the question is, Dave, how can you see something that's invisible? And that's what you have to ask yourself as a man. And the answer is, because I, I, it's a movie, it's not a literal invisible man, but the movie was great. I would say, mm, I'd give it a, a, an 8 out of 10, and it would be in the category of would recommend. You know, I would definitely recommend you see The Invisible Man. Obviously, now you can't do that in cinemas because coronavirus has shut it down. But what I recommend the people to do is, hey, guys, go online. Do things illegally. Start breaking the law. Download it. You know, if I'd have known... That this virus would have been on lockdown already. I'd have got the mobile phone out and recorded it and put put it on my Patreon for you. You know, subscribe to my Patreon and guess what? You get to watch illegal streams of films. You know, that's what I give. That is what I give to you. Man, I'm feeling a bit uh, a little bit chesty right now, and it's not um a nice feeling. I don't know whether it's uh, corona or just asthma, but hopefully uh, it's not asthma. It could just be the fact that I've got the, my, my sound edited a bit on this podcast and I, I can actually hear my own breathing. And I, I know I don't really say all that much, but I suffer from misophonia, which is a, con- a condition whereby if I hear people eating, I kind of just want to stick a fork through their eye. You know, it's that level of rage. If I hear people making eating noises I kind of want to kill them you know and it's a strange feeling because it goes from me being just a really chilled out guy to just hearing and then I'm like oh no I'm going to murder you so being able to hear my own kind of like heartbeat and breathing stuff through these headphones isn't entirely great 
So what I might do, in fact, you know what, I've done this before, I'm going to take my earphones off, I'm just going to talk, and hopefully, there we are, much better, hopefully it hasn't affected um, too much the way that you're hearing this podcast, you know, hopefully it hasn't affected what's said, I can just worry less about my breathing, because I can hear the wheeze, you know, so, yeah, we're good, you know, that, that's much better, I actually feel better already i feel like my breathing's cleared up because i'm not listening to it how weird is that isn't it that whenever i can hear my own breathing i think i've got coronavirus when i take off my headphones i'm like i don't all i have is a really husky sexy voice and that's a win-win to everybody isn't it there we are but yeah guys thank you as well just while we're being dead on for everyone that's taking the time to listen to the the amended version of the podcast also for those who have rated and reviewed it and um, that means the world to me so if you want to do anything in this lockdown you have go on to the the old uh, apple podcast and just write a wee review of the podcast and then i can read it out because i'm going to be making more podcasts i need more shit to talk about because i mean i don't want to give you a spoiler alert here but i'm a real boring bastard you know i'm a 33 year old duh i'm a boring guy but what i was thinking of doing maybe is just adding a few wee stories to the podcast you know like I've been trying to write new stand-up recently and I've been sort of digging back into my memory for like really embarrassing stories and things that have happened to me that I've gone, oh no, this is really embarrassing. I can't tell anyone about this, but at the same time, I'm also going to tell it in front of a room full of people and probably on a podcast that will also be listened to by more people who will probably turn up the show, but you get my gist, you know. And I was thinking about some of the old um, dating stories from back before I was uh, a married man because I'm, I'm looking at a new bit of material about how I'm going to adjust to the thought of my daughter dating and then looking back at some of the terrible dates that I've been on prior to meeting my beautiful wife, you know, and how I know there's going to be terrible things that will happen to her, you know. She, I, I'm Nothing really dark, but, like, you know, terrible dates, guys being horrible, you know, because we've all been there either on the receiving end or the delivering end, because just that's what guys are, assholes, you know? So I'm nervous about that. But it's been interesting writing new bits, trying to, like, figure them out, trying to see how they're funny. And, and I might just do just tell some of the stories on here just for the crack, because, as I said, we're all bored. We're all stuck indoors, and this is what it is, you know? But again, I just want to point out that the Sly Guy podcast is, of course, as always... Brought to you in association with Modest Beer. Modest are a little independent brewery crafting small batch beers for discerning drinkers. Brewed and canned in Hollywood, County Down, my hometown. If you're keen to know more, contact Modest Beer on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at Modest Beer or go to their website www.modestbeer.co.uk to find the nearest stockist. But guess what? If we're in this lockdown you want to get some Modest Beer delivered to your house just go to www.kwmwine.com They're selling Modest Beer so that's www.kwmwine.com and get some Modest delivered to your door. Because I'm the sly guy coming in your ear, and you want the modest guy to come to your door and just give you the... He's kind of like the main guy, except he's not selling main lemonade, he's selling modest beer, so get on it. Get yourself stocked up, because soon it'll all be sold out, and you, 
won't be able to wipe your arse with hens and modest. So get it in, have it a drink, and have a nice time. Mm. I feel like my breathing's going again. Maybe I do have coronavirus. Anyway, let's fire through these listeners' questions, because here's the thing. See if I'm throwing up a bonus podcast. It's not going to be the same length as a regular Sly Guy podcast. And also, speaking of it, if, for talk's sake, the podcast isn't as funny as other Sly Guy podcasts, hey, I'm sorry, I'm only trying to keep putting stuff out there. So what I'm saying is, if you ask me more questions, ask me Slyer questions, give me Slyer topics, and hey, I'll be able to... I'll be able to bring the bitch out. <laughs> the, bring the bitch out of isolation. Um, John Joe Flood has said absolutely anything that's not COVID-19 related, please. Hey, sorry, guy. That's not possible right now. But what I can tell you is... Um, I'm looking around my dining room trying to find something to talk about that's not COVID-19 related. But everything... Every time I look at something, I just think, you know, maybe I'm going to die. Um, so we'll move on. Uh, Mark Hegarty, thoughts on Bo Burnham and that style of musical comedy? Have you seen his Netflix specials? Um, I watched a bit of Bo Burnham. Uh, I think, right, first and foremost, I think he's a very clever comedian. You know, I think he's probably one of the most mimicked comedians in the world at the minute. I think a lot of people do watch him be like oh maybe I should just copy him you know but in terms of I I just like straight up stand up I like people to just get on and just tell stories and have a nice time and that's what I prefer but I do acknowledge he's a very talented guy but his shows really aren't for me you know Um, I'm hoping to get watching Mark Maron's new special um, and also Bert Kreischer's new special very soon so hopefully I'll have seen both of them by the time I record the actual Sly Guy podcast. It'll be out on Monday. So I'll maybe give you a wee quick review of that by then. That's if you want to listen to stuff. You know, if you're tuning into this, just listen to me be silly and don't want to hear about stand-up. See when I put up questions about topics and stuff. Be like, here, man, don't talk about stand-up. I've no interest in it. Then I'll go, oh, well, it's kind of my life. But see, for now that I'm, st- I'm locked in the house, it's not my life. So let's do whatever. You know? Send me presents. You know, if you want to do that, if you want to send me gifts, I can just talk about that. You know, if you want to send me toilet roll, whatever, or money, it's grand. Um, Johnny Maxwell, does Daniel O'Donnell fuck? Now, Johnny, this is the kind of question I want. Does Daniel O'Donnell fuck? The answer, in a roundabout way, is yes. Daniel O'Donnell lures you in with his wee voice. And you think that he's just the loveliest guy, but see when you get him in the bedroom, he's got a Prince Albert, I'm telling you. The big man, you, you can't be that clean cut. And then, when you whip off the drawers, you got the big hoop through the japs. You know, I think he's probably a dirty bastard. And, you know, he probably has his dick on a leash. I'd say he fucks that much. And he's got the Prince Albert, and he's got a lead on the end of it, and he walks his dick like a dog. <laughs> you know, hey, hey, hey. Oh, would you like a treat? Would you like a treat there? Would you like a treat, but would you like it? Would you like a treat, Fido? The only guy I know calls his dick Fido. Oh, it's Fido your dog? Oh no, Fido's my dick. You know that's what he's like. I'd say he's such a dirt, a dirty beast. But I mean, I couldn't. I'm like he's a silent fucker when he fucks. He lets off the odd grunt. You know, mm, mm. Daniel's all fucking. He wouldn't talk. He wouldn't be like, oh, would you like that, D? 
they like that day. I, I like it because it feels nice in my deck. You know what? I don't think he's a sexy talker. I don't think he's like, again, why I went to LL Cool J? I was just so to go. I don't think he's like, mm, do you like that, baby? Yeah, I think he's just like, oh, there. Is that all right for you there? Do you just fucking. Does that. Is there any need for the 13th and 14th inch? You know, I'd say, but I'd say fairly fucks because I mean, he's a handsome guy, you know, and there's a lot of older women at his shows throwing knickers at him and I mean every now and again Daniel will probably be like oh sure come on <laughs> sure come on back to my room and we'll do a bit of slap and tickle but then he lies in the bed fully rigid and just comes straight away and that's him done but yes Johnny that's the question we want questions like that so if anyone wants to know if any other people fucking <clears throat> I'll chat about it. That's if it don't die, because the longer this podcast goes on, the more I think, maybe my lungs are packing in, and this is not a good sign. Fergal has said sausage baguette or jambon. Only thing in my head right now. You must be a hungry monkey. So I'm going to say for that, for me, you know what? That's a, that is a tough one, because a jambon, in my opinion, if you get a good jambon, Nothing's better. Nothing's better flavor-wise than the perfect jambon, you know. But a lot of time you don't get a perfect jambon. A lot of time you get ones that have just been sitting in the garage all day and are just like all hard and all, and yet they're really chomped down on. Like it tastes like rubber. Now I have nothing against chewing down some rubber, but I mean, not a jambon, but a nice fresh jambon from a bakery from a boulangerie is probably ten out of ten delicious. More consistently. If you're going to, like, again, I'm thinking in a garage. If you're going in the garage, you get a fresh baguette and get a nice sausage in there. I'd say nine times out of ten, the sausage baguette is the better option because you can you never really get a bad sausage baguette. You know, a bit of fresh baguette, sausage, red sauce, bit of butter in the baguette, bingo. But if you get a perfect jambon, yeah, so for the sake of the question, I'm going to say sausage baguette. But I, the best sausage baguette gets trumped by the best jambon in my opinion Michael Kerr do you think that it's sly that the National Trust will inevitably go for Tim Gallagher's clean cut image for the new ambassador over your sexy rugged lumberjack look first and foremost Michael I respect what Tim did there he put a post up basically saying hey I'm a National Trust guy Dave's a National Trust guy National Trust show me some love but here's the thing the National Trust gave me some fucking hate I put some stories up, they were like, hey, you're not a brand ambassador, stop calling yourself a brand ambassador. And I was like, guys, listen, let's be fair, I could be a brand ambassador. And they were like, nah, you can't because you did a video, it's still on your Instagram, where you're going about one of our properties calling people busted. Which is true, but I was like, hey, it's Winterfell from Game It's Winterfell from Game of Thrones. I have to be able to go around and call people bastards. Otherwise, what's the fucking point of going to Winterfell? To walk around a fucking lake. Nah. And then they also were like, it wasn't just that. It was also the fact that you put a video up, or sorry, a photo of yourself up, taking what looked like a shit in the woods. And I said, yes, because, hey, I'm a bear. And they're like, no, you're not a bear. You're a human. And I was like, oh, no, you're clearly not down with the gay scene. I'm a bear and I'm shitting in the woods, baby. And does the National Trust want that to lure people to their properties? They should, because I am 
a good thing for the National Trust. But see, since then, I found it difficult to fully uh, embrace embrace the National Trust as much after they slid into my DMs and gave me some shit. So you know what, Tim? You're you're a clean-cut guy. That's fair enough. But, I mean, I'm the bad boy of the National Trust. I'm not a brand ambassador anymore. I'm a bad boy. So that's what you're dealing with. So don't call me a brand ambassador anymore for the National Trust, Mick. Just call me a bad, the bad boy of the National Trust. The bad boy of nature is what I'm often known as. Um, Helen has said, oh, maybe I've missed this. Helen, you haven't missed it. Don't worry. Don't be stressing yourself out. Um, any Netflix recommendations for self-isolation? And with my three kids at home now for the foreseeable future, any activities we can do inside? Hashtag stay safe. Um, I mean... Here's another thing. I, I appreciate you want me to stay safe, but a lot of people are saying stay safe. But what like what, what what do you need to do other than stay indoors to be safe? Like if you go outdoors, I'm not safe. I like to breathe air sometimes. I like to go outside. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying this against you, Helen. I just mean generally a lot of people are saying stay safe, but they're not taking precautions. See, when I was coming home today, it was as if it was the summer holidays. Kids out in parks playing football together. It's like, that's not isolating yourselves. I kind of felt like, you know, the mental guy in all disaster movies, like pulling my car over and being like, get inside, board the windows, try to hide, they come in. And then inevitably they'd be the first person to be killed in this uh, disaster film. So, you know, it's an interesting time. And I just feel like, yeah, if you're going to be off school, make your kids stay in the fucking house. There's enough things on now whereby kids can just play online with each other. You know, they can FaceTime, they can they can online, they can, you know, house phone even. Like, I'm an old guy, I don't know what they can do. What I wanted to say was they can play video games and talk to each other. You know, whereas in my day, you had to come around, stick a wee CD in a PlayStation and sit beside someone and just play them at FIFA. Whereas now you can do it over the internet if you have a good connection. If you don't, that would be one of the things that would drive you to punching yourself in the face more than anything. But in terms of Netflix recommendations, I don't know if I can recommend for you or recommend for you and your kids. But I would say that if you want to watch a series, it's decent. Stranger, the Stranger it might be. It's decent. Um, I enjoyed that recently. And I also watched the film Spencer Confidential last night, which has... Uh, I mean, here's here's a real shocker. It's got Mark Wahlberg <laughs> starring as a Boston police officer. And I mean, it does exactly what it says in the tin. It was an enjoyable romp, I would say. It was, it was probably, I guess, a dark comedy, but it was very, very enjoyable. Um, so I'd recommend that for you. Daniel McTurnan said, favourite James Bond actor. I actually discussed this on Boytown about... Last week, maybe. And it's um, Roger Moore. You know, I mean, in terms of doing impressions, it's always got to be Sean Connery. But um, Roger Moore was my favourite because he always just did the most camp things. Like, he, he had the most ridiculous contraptions, the most ridiculous tools, the most ridiculous storylines, and he had the best villain, Jaws. So, Roger Moore is my favourite James Bond. And then how weird is it that just the next question after Daniels is from the Norfolk Pines. Hi, Norfolk Pines. They said, hi, Dave. I've connected three questions here. Your favourite actor to play James Bond, Roger Moore. Your favourite Bond film, Live and Let Die. And who should play the next Bond? Hmm. Here's the thing, right? 
people nowadays being like, Bond needs to be a woman. Nah, you know, like, see if you've written a character and it's a guy called James Bond, just let it be a guy. But who would I like to see be the next Bond? I thought of somebody recently I thought would be really good. Daniel Craig, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably offend some people here, but Daniel Craig overrated Bond. He's decent at actually playing Bond, but the last couple of movies have been shite. Skyfall is one of the worst Bond movies I've ever seen. It was so shit. Just to fight an old woman at an old disused house in Scotland. Wise up. And then the last one, Spectre with Blofeld and all, didn't like that either. Thought that was wick. So this new Bond better be fucking good or else I ain't gonna turn off. But in terms of the new Bond, who would I like to see? Who was it? Henry Cavill was probably my selection because he's a big, sexy bastard. But, you know, who'd be a good Bond? Chris Hemsworth. I'm just thinking of sexy guys. Jason Momoa or Chris Hemsworth would be sexy to look at because they're the two sexiest guys. But, I mean, everyone said Idris Elba, but now he's got coronavirus. You're like, nah, you're all right, Ed. Not a big fan of yours anymore. Um, but yeah, thanks for the question, guys. Big Culls said, Sure, you never read mine, so shove your dove. Big Culls, listen, man. I don't read your questions because a lot of the time they're shit questions. You know, no harm to you. You're being sly about my friends, you know. Comedy's all fun and games, but see, at the end of the day, a lot of these guys friends so whenever you're asking questions about how shit a guy is or stuff something's not funny i'm not gonna read it because they're my friends now if you were ask certain questions about certain comedians hey i'll be like they're shit but if you keep saying stuff about my friends i'm just not gonna read it. it's not that i don't read it and i read that one i don't know what shove your dove means i mean i assume it means something along the lines of stick it up your hole but i mean Stick with that. Paul Buchanan said, Any recommended series to watch during the lockdown? Yeah, The Stranger. Definitely recommend that. Um, I'm still working my way through Game of Thrones. That's a pretty decent show to look out for. I would say I'll probably do pretty well going forward. Um, it's just it's like this sort of fantasy thing about like dragons and tits, which, you know, definitely up there are some of my... My favourite kind of things and shows. Um, and last but not least, Wormball. Hey Dave, would you ever think of getting any piercings like the main man Flex below? Oh well, he sent me a photo of this guy Flex who's effectively wearing... Um, I want to say just like... A lot of... Leather. You know, um... Like a, a lot of leather, like I mean, it's 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 an odd outfit. It's it's leather, it's studded, it's red and black, and obviously he's got piercings. No, he's got both the nipples pierced. He's got big hoops through there. He looks like he's got a large penis as well, which is you know pretty impressive. And you know, would I ever think of getting any piercings? You know, listen, you know what would do it. Because you know my thoughts on pierced nipples when it comes to wearing string vests. Nothing looks better. You know, people are like, name a better jewel. You know, they post something up like the Kardashian, like Kylie Jenner and Kendall Jenner. Name a better jewel. I'll wait. I'll tell you a better jewel. A string vest with nipple piercings. Bingo. There's a better jewel for you. Um, 
So yeah, I would definitely sport it, albeit I do have very small nipples, so the guy that would have to pierce my nipples would be like one of those guys that does art in a lead of a pencil. You know, you need to have a very sturdy hand. Like, you can get an old, you know, Parkinson's dude to do it because I just did miss my nipples. You know, I'm sure I probably miss most nipples, but you know what I mean? So yeah, that sort of brings towards the end of the podcast here. You know, again, I'll try to maybe stick to be doing two a week for however long the lockdown is normally my podcasts are a nice 45 minutes long this one's going to be about 40 minutes so that's not too bad we got in we did it and hopefully it's just giving you something to listen to so what i'm saying to you guys now is see whenever i put out the call for questions come at me with whatever you want and i'll answer as many of them as i can again if if you want to get offended like big calls i'm sorry i offended you but you know ask questions that are decent you know sometimes you get some questions on podcasts and you go genuinely am i am i is this my life where i'm gonna have to explain that i'd rather have pea pods as toes than sweet corn kernels as fingers you know stuff like that you go i mean i'm actually gonna have to put a bit of thought into answering this and a lot of time you go fucking rather have pea pod feet and then you've said that and that's out in the ether and you go i can't believe i genuinely responded to that question so you guys keep up the questions they're great some great questions this week again i thought the whole bond thing very random but i appreciate it so yeah keep the questions coming keep the topics coming and please with this isolation subscribe on soundcloud and please go on apple podcasts and rate and review the podcast not only just hitting it with the five stars which i really appreciate but also a wee comment i can read it out in the podcast it'll be a nice time We'll be a family. We'll all share it together. It'll be beautiful. So please do that. And again, thanks to everyone that keeps sharing the podcast and Instagram stories. The, the views are going up. Or sorry, the listens are going up because, hey, it's not a video thing. And I really appreciate it. You know, it all helps. Um, it helps me want to do the podcast. Hopefully it helps the content get a bit better. I know this one's probably a wee bit sort of under the weather because I'm, I'm kind of drowning in my own lungs and stuff but i mean don't worry about that look hope maybe i'll go and get seen to about this condition and um, possibly have to do it on friday i'm going to the asthma clinic so don't worry you know maybe if i'm there and they're like hey i feel like your lungs are broken i might go all right maybe let's get this looked at but in the meantime you know we'll cope we'll get through it together but seriously though if you are self-isolating and keeping safe distances, please adhere to it. See, whenever your kids are off school, don't just let them go out like it's the summer holidays. Keep them in. I know it's going to be boring, but hey, this is a pandemic. It's not a holiday. You know, it's not banter. They cancel St. Patrick's, so just don't, you know, just get your kids into another room. Give them a load of paint, you know, give them a load of paint. Get them some crack as in banter not drug and just let them go man you know let them play video games and paint but definitely don't let them all go out because again i saw things all the schools were cancelled and then just all the kids went down to the supermarket and arts oh, i'm so old i'm at shopping center not supermarket because i'd be even weirder but you know just just do that keep yourself safe keep your family safe look after your old relatives think about your friends who are self-employed think about your friends who are working in retail and hospitality you know and and let's try and look after each other you know and, and we'll get through it 
Again, I know I'm not a medical expert, but I say it's going to be over sooner than we're planning. Plan for the worst and hope for the best. And make sure you fucking ask me for podcast questions when I put the call out on Friday for the next episode. Guys, see you on Monday.